1: This is a special night. And you know why? One of the reasons is this is our candlelight congregation. It's only together on Christmas Eve. We have members of our own church who are here every Sunday morning. We have some of you are members of other churches, but you would not miss this service because you come every year and families come together. And and so it's a congregation unlike any other all year long. So I just want to tell you how I want you to feel welcomed, how glad I am that we're here in this collection tonight because God has brought us together in a unique fellowship this evening. And I know... We're going to go home with a blessing, a unique one for each one of us. And let's just ask God for that now. Shall we, Heavenly Father, just bless us this evening. Thank you for each one you've brought safely here. Thank you for the reason of our gathering. Thank you for the love that binds us together. And now we just dedicate this entire service tonight to your glory. In your Son's name we pray. Amen. Now the way we begin this service is with our candle lighting service. These four candles have come alive week by week through the month of December here in the church. They're anticipation candles and tonight for the first time we will light the four red ones again. And for the first time, we will light the the white one that signifies the purity of Jesus Christ, our Savior, the Son of God. And something very, very special tonight as our candlelighters come forward, and and they are the Schulenbergs. They've been doing this uh, since before some of us were born. We have Jordan, we have Cole, we have Victoria. Each one of them, in turn, has been the first candlelighter of the season. And now here they are, grown, and they are just a special feature of this service. So they will be coming to light our candles, and then, Miriam, would you come up here? We have a young lady in our church who has just learned to play the violin uh, this past year, and this is Miriam Loudermilk, and this is her actual debut, and she will be playing the song as we come and light our candles. Miriam Thank you. you. Oh, that was wonderful. That was wonderful. And thank you, uh, Jordan and Cole and Victoria, for just getting us started, and Miriam. We expect you might be a regular feature for year after year after year. Thank you so much for sharing your heart and your gift with us. And now at the very beginning of this official service as we've started, let's hear the Christmas story in a way that uh, we've heard it, I think, once before, but is just so special, and here it is.
2: And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished, that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swelling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock night, and below the, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the day wrapped in dwelling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. And it came, wait. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. I know that Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem a long time ago. He set an example for us throughout his life. He atoned for our sins. He was crucified on the cross, and then he was resurrected. He came for me, and he came for you. Because he came, I can return to my lovely home. I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ, amen.
1: (laughs) Amen. And men their songs employ.
3: While fields and
1: flood, rocks, hills, and me, Repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy. Repeat the
3: sounding joy. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes a nation through the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders wonders of his
1: I think this year, more than any other year, I got caught up in singing those Christmas carols. There's truth in them, isn't there? It's good to get together once a year and just remind ourselves of the truths that, that God has revealed to us through his word. There's many, many ways the story's being told tonight. One way that we tell it every single Christmas Eve is with our children's story going to ask Miss Jody if she'll come up now. We'd like to invite every boy and girl in this room, any of you who think you're a boy or a girl, come up here and we'll have our story.
0: Mark we might need a bigger stage next year well welcome welcome I'm so glad you guys are here it's so fun to look out and see these children that are now so much older and they still consider themselves children And I know that I taught them when they belonged in the preschool and kindergarten Sunday school class. So, thank you for making me feel nice and old tonight. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to read a different book today. It has a little bit of a different Christmas story. Usually I read a story that tells, you know, about how they went to Bethlehem and Mary and Joseph and it has all the parts. But this one tells it a little bit differently. This story is called... I'm going to figure out which hands I'm going to use. J is for Jesus. What do you see on the front of that book? Hmm. All right. Let's see. How is this story going to fit? One snowy day in the middle of town... Families gathered from miles around, for something was new at the candy store, something that no one had seen before. The candy maker was eager to share his holiday treat with everyone there. He held up a red and white peppermint stick. The children all wanted to give it a lick. Yep, there's some rhymes in here. So he's showing that to them for the first time. They've never seen anything like it before. Now when he holds the candy cane like that what does it kind of look like? A J. I made this candy he explained that day. I shaped it to look like the letter J. J is for Jesus God's son sent to earth and Christmas is when we remember his birth. when he turns it around, what does it kind of look like? A what? A staff or a candy. But when I turn the candy around to make the letter go upside down, it looks like a staff that the shepherds used. They were the first to hear the good news. As the shepherds were watching their sheep that night, the sky was filled with heavenly light. Angels appeared and started to sing, Glory to God for our newborn King. And there in the town where Jesus was born, the shepherds found him, all cozy and warm. Their hearts were filled with wonder and joy as they knelt beside the baby boy. I added the strip, the stripes to remember the day that Jesus washed all our sins away. He died on the cross His blood was shed. That's why the stripes are bold and red. What's the holiday where we celebrate and remember Jesus dying on the cross for us? Easter. We do remember the reason why we are so excited that Jesus came is because he did die for our sins. So the candy cane, when you look at that, the red is supposed to remind us that he, he died for us. So what other colors on the candy cane? Yeah. Hmm. Do you know there's a meaning for that too? The white on the candy is there to show that when we're forgiven, we're white as snow. Jesus was born to save us from sin, to make us holy and clean within. So when we pray and ask Jesus to forgive us of our sins and to be our savior, all the bad stuff we've ever done, it washes white like snow. And that's what the candy cane is supposed to remind us of, the white part. I wanted to share this story with you so Jesus can be your savior too. Please tell this story to everyone and give thanks to God for the gift of his son. All right, let's do a little quiz. So when we hold up the candy cane upside down, and why is the J important? What does it remind us of? Jesus. When we flip it around, like we usually eat it flipped around, what does it remind us of? The shepherd's staff. And why were they important? they were the first ones to hear the good news and know that Jesus was born, and he came to save us of our sins. And what does the red stripe remind us of? Jesus died, and he shed his blood for us. And what is the white part of the candy cane? Our sins get washed white as snow. And remember, I know some of you up here have done this because I've taught you for a long time. A lot of you up here have already asked Jesus into your heart and asked him to be your savior. But maybe we have friends that haven't done that yet. So remember, when you see a candy cane, that's a great way to tell them that Jesus came for them too, And that Jesus died for them so that they could go to heaven to live with him someday. Do you guys think you can do that? Raise your hand if you think you can do it. I need a resounding yes, we can do it. All right. Merry Christmas. You can go sit back down.
1: There's never enough ways to tell the story and to remind ourselves and you know at the end of the service I'll be giving out candy canes to the good ones here to all the boys and girls and from what I can tell there's a lot of young at hearts who are within us as well so we'll be giving those out and, and that's a reminder that's a testimony just holding that candy And I don't know if any of you have done this. But if you walk into uh, any of our grocery stores where they're selling candy canes, has it ever struck you, especially after hearing this story, you just take notice and see how it strikes you to find out that they're selling candy canes that are red and white. But they sell candy canes that are orange and blue. And they sell candy canes that are basically the whole rainbow. And and it's like, don't they know? I can imagine one of our six or seven-year-olds, maybe even a five-year-old, going into that store and saying to somebody, what is wrong? Your candy canes are all wrong. (laughs) They just don't tell the story. Where did you buy them? And so those things remind us. We come together in this very special service once a year to focus upon things that we should never forget and things that we need to have solidly put in our hearts. And for some of us it's one time a year where we can remember those things and to say I really do believe them. I really do understand what God was doing that first Christmas and And I love it. I love him. I want to know him even better. And so I say these things, talking about the story we've just had for the children, because as I I begin just a little meditation tonight, I want to start by showing you a picture. Now, we've seen quite a few pictures, but look at this one. Regular Michelangelo there. This picture... This picture was posted this morning on the Facebook page of one of the young families in the community where Linda and I live. That picture that this mom posted today was taken nine years ago. The little artist in the picture, relying upon superpowers, was only five years old at the time. He's now 14. Just a couple of nights ago, he and his younger sister and his mom and his dad knocked on our door, Linda and mine, in our home, to wish us a Merry Christmas, to drop off a a neighborly gift, and to share some Christian fellowship. Because they truly know the Lord, love the Lord, and are very, very active in one of our Apple Valley churches. So today his mom posted this picture and Linda noticed it. It's a picture that was drawn during the Christmas season. If you look very closely at it, you can see some Christmas decorations in the corner over there. Now this drawing done by this five-year-old boy, this drawing was made in response to the mother's request that her little boy draw a picture that showed what Christmas was all about. That was his assignment. She and her husband set up an easel, got the special paper on it, got the pencils and crayons and whatever to make him feel like this was going to be something that will add to their Christmas decorations even. And she said, I want you to draw a picture now that will show us, will tell us what Christmas is all about. And what he did at five years old, that's why I say you're never too young. And you're never too old to remember what it was like to feel young and just trust Jesus like a little child can. Jesus said, let the children come unto me. In fact, he said, unless you actually become like a child in your thinking and in your feeling and your trusting, you really can't even enter into the kingdom. So this little five-year-old boy had an assignment, and here's what he did. He drew a picture of Jesus, stick figure, on the cross. If you look closely, you might see there's a, there's a thorn of crowns on Jesus' head. Just a, a mess of lines, but that's the thorn of crowns that he drew. He also drew Jesus' mother standing right there beside him and there are tears on her cheeks. A five-year-old boy. And the truth is that Mary's tears of delight on that very first Christmas night would turn to tears of sorrow some 33 years later. Jesus was born, as we've heard several times tonight, Jesus was born so that he might one day die for the sins of the world. And that's what the first Christmas was all about. Jesus came to be the Savior of the world. He was born physically so that you and I might have an opportunity to be spiritually reborn into the very family of God. He came from heaven to earth so that one day we might leave earth and go to heaven. Every Christmas is a fresh opportunity to tell the real story of Christmas, to shine the light of the greatest story ever told. Jesus came to bring light, to bring understanding to everyone who would listen to him. Jesus died on the cross to provide forgiveness of sins for everyone who would believe in him. Do you believe in him? Do you believe that Jesus Christ, who was born into this world some 2,000 years ago, is really the Son of God? That he came from the The throne room of God lowered himself down to become one of us, a human being in a fallen, broken world full of uh, sickness and sorrow and all the things. He left all that glory to come down to be here with us so that he could die. He could give his life in our place to deal for all of our wrongdoings all of our sins, all of our things that would keep us out of heaven, he came to die to pay for them so that if we do believe in him and believe that we need a savior and believe that he is the savior and believe that he can save even us, that we might have eternal life. Oh, what a night when he entered into this world when he entered with all that promise behind him, with all that power within him, with all of that purpose in front of him. And as the story got told, the angels told it a little bit, the shepherds went everywhere repeating what they had heard, and then through the years of his own ministry, he told it. And then after he went back to heaven, his followers told it and told it and told it, and we're telling it tonight. We're telling the story of how that very first night, wondrous light, the light of God's love, the light of God's truth, just filled the heavens above the shepherds. In a moment, we're going to create a light that's going to fill this room. Take away the darkness. And the light we create tonight is a symbol. It's a symbol of the light of truth that we have the opportunity to take with us everywhere we go. It's the light of truth. It's the light of the Spirit of God. It's the light of salvation. We're to take with us everywhere we go all year long and the light that each of us in a moment will receive. It's going to be somebody who comes to you with a candle lit And you're going to have an opportunity to take the candle that's in your hand and reach it out and receive that light for yourself. And you're basically saying, I want some of that. I want some of that. I want to be responsible to share some of that. And then you're going to turn to the person next to you and and hold up your light and give them a chance to receive it from you even as you have received it. And all of that is to be a trial run. All of that is to put a picture in our minds to say, as I go through this world, as I have given my life to Jesus Christ, he has brought the light of God's truth to me. He has brought the light of salvation to me and I am taking that light with me wherever I go. And the question is, do I have enough courage? Do I have enough belief? Do I really believe but the only way a person can be saved is by trusting in Jesus Christ and believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who came to earth. Am I willing to share it? Am I willing to personally embrace it? There may be somebody in this room tonight. You have never even heard this story. You've never even known why Jesus Christ was born on that first Christmas night. But now you do. And you realize you need him. He came for you, for each one of us, that we might be forgiven of our sins. And we all have some. We're sinful people. And he came that we might be forgiven of our sins and be granted permission to enter into heaven someday. That's the light that we're symbolizing as we pass it among us. And so tonight, I I encourage you, when you receive the light to the candle you're holding, you say this to yourself. You say, I do believe in Jesus Christ. I do believe he is the Son of God. I do receive him as my own Savior. I trust in him and I want everyone to know that and you pass it on to the person next to you. And you allow Jesus Christ and his power and his love to just enter your heart in a fresh way. And you'll go home. You'll go home changed. You'll go home knowing that your life is in the hands of God. And he will take care of you, forgive you, provide a heavenly home for you, and give you a purpose in your life while you live right here. Maybe even tomorrow, on Christmas Day, when you're around some folks that get together, there may be some folks you'll be with tomorrow that you could share the truth of God. You can pass the light even to them. Think about that tonight as we go through this ceremony. Let's just bow in prayer. And, and right now, let's just quiet our hearts. And would you, would you search your heart and say to yourself, ask yourself, Do I really believe in Jesus Christ? Do I believe that he's the Son of God? Do I believe he lived a perfect life? Do I believe he died on Calvary in my place and took all God's judgment upon my sin upon himself so that I could be set free from it? Do I believe that? Do I receive that by faith? into my own heart, into my own life, do I give myself to him, to serve him, to worship him, to be identified with him all the days of my life. Oh, Heavenly Father, I pray that might be true of every single one of us right now. May the power and the spirit of Jesus Christ enter into this room in a unique way and touch every one of our hearts, every one of us. And may every one of us come to the place of saying, I am his. I give myself to Jesus Christ as my Savior and my Lord. I receive, I ask you, Father, to forgive me of my sins and just grant me that new life Jesus died to provide. And then, Father, I pray that as we go through this as a group together, there'll be a witness that will reach all the way to heaven. There'll be a witness of our faith that will encourage the heavenly host and encourage Jesus himself. That here's a body of people who believe in Jesus who are committed to Jesus, who are newly and and once again giving themselves to Jesus. And all of us like children just saying, I love him and I give myself to him. Father, bless us now in this candlelight service. may, May your purposes be fulfilled and may just some wonderful things take place. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to ask Linda, my wife, if she'd come and join me here. And we are going to light our own candles from this central candle. going to bring it down the center aisle and we will light the candle of the person on the end and then you pass it down the aisle remember when you pass it hold it up let them bow and receive it from you Jesus, Lord, at thy birth, Lord, at thy baptism, Lord, at thy temptation in the wilderness, Lord, at thy healing of the sick and the lame, Lord, on Calvary, Lord, on Easter, Lord, in heaven this very moment, as Jesus is your Lord, Let's raise this light to him. God bless you, each one. Be careful now. (laughs) People always ask me, Can I take my candle home? Well, sure you can. Just leave the holder here. You can put it right back in the little, little uh, platform there where you received it. Oh, I thank you for being here today. I trust that the words even of this last song that we sang in the context in which we did it would, would just stick in your hearts. That Christ might truly be your Lord the Lord of all that you do, and that you might find yourself quieting down. Be still, God says, and know that I'm God. Find places where things can get silent, where you can feel the holiness of God in your life, and just yield yourself again and again and more and more to your Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. If any of you would like to talk any more about these things, just. Just let me know. See me afterwards. And then we have some refreshments that we will have. You can share in a moment in the foyer. And also Jamie Babin has, has made in that, there's a couple of boxes wrapped out there, some candles that each family, there should be enough for each family to take one and, and uh, just enjoy it uh, at home tomorrow. Thank you so much for coming this year. Every year, this is a place God would have us meet. Let's always do so. God bless you. You are dismissed.
0: We hope this message has inspired you to live the sun life together with us. If you are near Apple Valley, California this weekend, we invite you to join us in person Sunday morning or through our live broadcast. All the details are on our website at sunlifecommunitychurch.com.